And now, back again to Jimmy Allen. In the last episode, you'll recall Speed Robertson went aloft to flight test the new, mysterious Army experimental jet-propelled airplane. Jimmy was given permission to witness the test from the grounds of the factory. And we find him now standing beside Captain Sweeney of the Air Corps and Special Investigator Russell. But a cry of horror warns us that something has happened. A moment before, Speed was thrilling the small group with his graceful stunting of the super airplane. Suddenly, the ship whips into a whirling tailspin out of control. Can Speed take to his parachute before it's too late? Let's see. Speed! Speed! Oh, Speed, jump! Jump out! In the name of heaven, why doesn't he leave that ship? He must be down to 6,000. Why doesn't he get out? Oh, if he could only hear me. Speed! Look speed. at that ship spin. Oh, gosh, what can we do? This is terrible. It's too late. He's down too far. Look! Oh, boy! He's bailed out! He's out of it. He's out of it, thank goodness. Will the chute open? There it is. It's open. It's open. Look. Oh, Speed, you're safe. You're all right. The chute's open. He's safe. He's all right. What a jump. Just think, spinning down from 35,000 feet and leaving the ship at 1,500. Oh, gosh, it seemed like hours. The greatest piece of nerve I've ever seen. The ship must have lit near the river. Yes, and Robertson will land just this side of the dike. Here, Shackelford. Get in your car and pick up Speed Robertson. Bring him into my office immediately and say, uh, send the truck over at once and have the ship brought into the hangar and put under guard. No one must go near it. Okay, Captain. Say, do you think he got down all right, Captain? You know, we couldn't see after he dropped down behind those trees. No, I think so. That's a flat, open stretch over there, and the ground is soft. We'll know in a few minutes. Shackelford's gone after him now. Oh, gee, it's been terrible. And it seemed like such a wonderful ship, Captain. I'm absolutely sunk. It was a beautiful job, the greatest thing on wings I've ever seen. Say, Captain, I think I'll drive out to the crash and stand guard until the boys get it safely in your hangar. Good idea, Russell. I'll appreciate that. I don't want a thing on the airplane touched until the engineers and myself look it over. Very well. I'll see you later. Right on. Thanks a lot. Well, there's no use standing out here. All the excitement's over. You want to wait in my office, Jimmy, until Robertson gets here? Yes, I do, thanks. I... Well, I'd like to be sure that speed's all right. Sure you would. Well, come along. It's just a few steps over here. Gee, Captain Sweeney, I guess you feel pretty bad losing a beautiful job like that jet ship. Yes, it's a great loss, son. The government engineers have been working a long time on this design. It is an awful shame. But can it be fixed? Well, the government won't accept it unless it spins properly, and that certainly looked like an uncontrollable spin. Well, here we are. Step inside, Jimmy. Right. You know, I don't understand why any ship won't come out of a spin. Well, of course, you must remember, Jimmy, that ship is still an experimental airplane. However, the design was worked out so carefully that the engineers anticipated no spin troubles. Well, I guess spins are funny things. Now, the average airplane will spin and recover by normal use of the controls. In fact, all licensed airplanes today must pass the spinning requirements of the government. But look, why won't some ships recover from a spin? Well, Jimmy, that's a big question and would involve a highly technical discussion. You see, in the past few years, aeronautical engineers have devoted much time and thought to the spinning characteristics of airplanes. In fact, many commercial airplanes are now built that will not spin at all. However, in the military service, a spin is a desirable maneuver, and we require that all airplanes of the pursuit class, such as this plane, will spin readily. We also require that they recover without any trouble. A spin is often used in fighting, isn't it? Sometimes, yes, but that isn't all. We've discovered that 
A ship which cannot be made to spin is difficult to handle in other maneuvers, such as rolls and immelmans. Now, of course, in commercial ships, that isn't necessary, but in military pursuit jobs, it's extremely important. Well, it seems funny to me why a ship that will go into a spin will come out. Sure, most people think the same thing, but in unnatural spins, the controls of the ship become useless. In other words, Jimmy, the ship gets into a position in which your controls become of no value whatsoever. As I said before, it's a highly technical subject. And there's still some things about spinning that even our best engineers don't understand. Well, I guess that lets me out. But it must be an awfully interesting subject. You know, Jimmy, I remember once we had a ship and... Well, uh, here's our test pilot safe and sound, thank goodness. Oh, gee, Speed, am I sure glad to see you. Well, that's that. But I hope this bailing out doesn't get to be too much of a habit. Did you get down all right, Sir Robertson? Without a scratch. I hit in an open field just back of the dike. Mm, that was a magnificent display of nerve, young fellow. I tried everything I knew, Captain, but it was no soap. I might just as well have been playing a ukulele. The controls went absolutely dead. Well, uh, how did the ship fly, Speed? Uh, I mean, it's general stability. Captain Sweeney, that job has wonderful performance. That's the most remarkable airplane I ever sat in. But there's something queer about the way it flies. What do you mean, Robertson? Well, it's, it's rather hard to explain. It's the general feel of the ship. It's something you can't quite put your finger on. Mm, that's rather indefinite. Yes, I know it. But, of course, I didn't have time to check it thoroughly. I say, by the way, Captain, was that job rigged absolutely right? The rigging was checked right down to a 64th of an inch. What makes you ask that? I don't know. It just seemed to be a little off balance or something. I went over the general data on it with Captain Carver before I took off. And for the size and distribution of those control surfaces, its performance just didn't seem to check with the engineering data. Are you sure it was rigged right? Why, absolutely. We made a final check on the rigging before Carver flew it yesterday. Or was a rigging check before I flew it today? Well, no, I guess it wasn't, but I don't see that that would be necessary. I'm going to tell you something, Sweeney. I was just going over my data with the dope Carver got yesterday when he flew it. Mine doesn't check with his. Well, it might be just a difference of opinion between two pilots. Well, that's possible, but in this case, I think not. Both Carver and myself have done a lot of flight testing. In fact, we work together at Wright Field. We both always use the same formula. And I'm going to tell you another thing. This will interest you. All right, Robertson, let's have it. When Carver flew the job yesterday, he was not supposed to spin it or do anything but straight stability tests. Yes, I know. Those were my orders. Now, I don't want to get Carver in bad, but this matter is of too much importance to bother about a little red tape. You know how pilots are. Well, go ahead, Robertson. I'll protect Carver. At 40,000 feet yesterday, well out of sight of you people on the ground, Carver spun the ship just to see how it would set. He tells me it recovered easily. Now, you figure that out. You don't tell me. Well, I'll be hanged. I'm going in Carver's office now and make out my complete report while it's still fresh in my mind. Yes, uh, do that. I'm very anxious to see it. Uh, do you want to come in with me, Jimmy? Well, Speed, if you don't mind, I, I'd like to talk to Captain Sweeney a minute. Okay. I'll be in Carver's office when you're through. This thing sure has me stumped. But what did you want to talk to me about, Jimmy? Captain Sweeney, an idea just occurred to me. I guess... Well, you'll probably think I'm crazy or something, but you see, I want to... No, no, Jimmy, go right ahead. What's on your mind? After what Speed tells me, I'll have to believe almost anything. Well, the way Speed talked about the rigging on that ship and it being out of balance, you know... Sure, but uh, what do you know about that, Jimmy? Would the balance of a ship or the way it was rigged have anything to do with its spinning characteristics? Oh, it certainly would. In fact, on some airplanes, it's very important. Well, I don't understand this altogether, but... Could a weight be placed in a certain place on a ship which would throw it off balance? Well, I guess it could. In fact, there's no doubt about it. 
all airplanes are balanced around their center of gravity, and if you destroy that balance, the ship would fly differently, and I suppose would spin differently, but what are you driving at? Would it take much of a weight? That all depends on where the weight was placed. How do you mean, Captain? Well, just this, Alan. It would require a whole lot of weight out on the wing tip or back on the tail or up near the front of the engine to entirely destroy the natural balance of the airplane. Now, that's especially true, Jimmy, on all types of jet planes where your great loads are concentrated near the center of gravity. But what of it? Uh, what are you getting at? Could such a weight be hidden in the ship? Why, surely, back along inside the fuselage or in the wing somewhere, but... Come, come, son. Tell me, what's on your mind? Well, I, I guess you'll think I'm crazy. But it wouldn't surprise me a bit if that plane wasn't thrown out of balance with some heavy weight like lead. Hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. And then the ship would have to be rigged improperly to compensate for this weight. Say, what makes you think that, Jimmy? Because, Captain Sweeney, in the past few days, about ten pounds of lead have been stolen from the stockroom of our school. What? Oh, but, Jimmy, I don't see any connection at all. Why, that's absurd. There's a thousand uses for lead, and there just would be no sense to that. Why, on the face of it, it's ridiculous. Why would anyone want to tamper with this ship so that it would crash? Well, I, I don't know, but why would Major Moto steal ten pounds of lead out of our stockroom? Major Moto? Oh, you mean the Manchudan Army officer learning to fly down there? Yes, sir, but I'm not so sure he's learning to fly. Oh, my, Jimmy, that's positively funny. This is a wild idea. I guess you'd better forget all about it. Look, Captain Sweeney, I'm certain that Major Moto is not what he represents himself to be. And I'm quite certain that he's responsible for stealing some lead bars down at the school. I tell you what, let's go out and examine the ship. Now, it may be a crazy idea, but it won't take long to satisfy yourself. You're going to look the ship over anyway. Oh, come on, Captain Sweeney. I'm willing to be laughed at. I know you think I'm a foolish kid. but it won't take long to find out. Come on, let's go out and see. Well, kid, I do want to inspect the ship, and I might as well do it now as later. And there have been some very peculiar happenings around here lately. All right, come on. Well, gee, thanks, Captain. Well, let's go. The hangar's right next to my office. Okay. Sure is cracked up, isn't it? Yeah. Say, the boys sure got it back here in a hurry. Well, here's the right wing tip, Jimmy. May as well start here. Say, that's funny. What's funny, Captain? Hmm, look here. Look at this fabric. Hmm? Looks like a patch right out here near the tip. Why, it is a patch. The fabric's been split and then sewed up. Hmm, that's strange. I'll rip this wing covering off and see why the patch was made. Okay. Look. Look, Captain. Along the front spar there. Great Scott. It's a lead weight. Is Jimmy right? Has someone tampered with the jet-propelled plane, causing it to spin down and crash? And is that someone Major Moto? Let's follow Jimmy Allen in his next air adventure. <laughs> 